Welcome to Conscious Conversations, a podcast where we dive deep to uncover our true potential and meaning to live a life of abundance, passion and purpose. Hi, I'm your host Vikas Aurora. Have you ever wondered or ever questioned your performance or wondered what peak performance is? Now, when you look at leaders like Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, etc., or Olympians, sports personalities, even people in the performing arts, we always wonder, how can they do this? How do they perform every day at their peak? Well, we can embody that. We can embody peak performance in what we do. And the way to do that, there are a number of different things you can do to actually manage peak performance. Number one is simplifying how you start your day. And the way to do that is, you know, being prepared the night before, right? So, you know, something that I started doing is actually making a list of things that I want to do the next day, the night before, right? Just writing down those non-negotiables for the next day, be that for my work or for my business, I make a note of all those things so that when I get up in the morning, I don't have to stress about what do I have to do today because I've already got it written down, right? Another way you can do this is actually, you know, starting your day with mindful habits. Don't go to your phone and scroll on social media or start checking your emails the first thing. I know so many people that get up first thing in the morning, they grab their phone. First of all, you know, if you've got your phone by your bedside, definitely don't do it for, use it for social media. It's the worst thing you can do because by the time you've realized it, you've probably spent 10, 15, 20 minutes already scrolling through Instagram and fa- or Facebook or Twitter, actually take that time to give your brain time to kick in, right? If you've had a good night's sleep, which is also important as part of peak performance, and I'll hold my hand up, something I'm addressing is, you know, sleep is not my best friend. I'm starting to make that. But if you've had a good night's sleep, your brain needs time to kick into the day, right? So when you get up, stretch, don't grab a cup of coffee, have a glass of water, and maybe do a bit of journaling, do some gratitude work, you know, bit of yoga, bit of light movement, go out for a walk. That way, then you're giving your body and your brain time to adjust. And that's really, that's a really important factor in peak performance. Another thing you can do is maybe getting your clothes ready the day before for the next day, right? Simplifying that process so you don't have to worry about that when you get up in the morning. If you know you're heading out to a meeting, have your outfit ready. If you're just working from home and you've got Zoom meetings or team meetings, whatever they may be, you know, make sure you, you're dressed appropriately, right? And having that ready for you. Little things like this can help you get ready for the day. One of the things that I do the night before, as I said, I already mentioned about creating a list and having my to-do list ready for the next day, but I also tidy up my work area so that when I get up in the morning and I've gone through, done my daily habits of journaling, movement and meditation, that when I come to my desk, that it's not cluttered, it's clear. That clean desk actually attracts me to get into my work, yeah? Now, for me, time of day, and, uh, and, and, and my performance go hand in hand, right? I find that I personally um, perform my best and I'm the most productive after 11 a.m. in the morning. 
Yeah, uh, I am more of a kind of a, a night owl, some may be a lark, which means you do your best work first thing in the morning. I'm not a 5am, I'm not part of the 5am club. I guarantee you I'm not, right? I'll get up about 6.30 and I'll do my stuff, but I perform my best at 11 o'clock in the morning from 11am onwards. So what I do beforehand is just do some of the light work, you know, scrolling through the email at work, you know, just getting a few bits out of the way. Another thing that you can do is, and there's a great book actually uh, by Brian Tracy called Eat That Frog. If you haven't read it, go out and read it. One thing that Brian Tracy talks about is, you know, getting the most important task of the day over before you start the small tasks. So if you know that you're a, you're a lark, then getting the most important, toughest task of the day out the way before you start the small stuff. And we all have the power of our calendar, right? That time in our diary, in our workday, is in our control. Yes, you may have some client meetings, you have some calls that you cannot avoid, but if you can and you can move them, do that. But get the tough task over or block time out to actually get that tough task over and then go on to do the other stuff. Because the sense of achievement that you will get from completing that will actually energize you to put more into the other tasks. Because if you address the smaller task first, and we all do because it's easy, we'll find that we've actually utilized our energy already. Our peak performance time has gone, right? So you've got to manage those priorities. Another thing that's really important is when you do do a task, when you do complete that tough task, is you actually walk away from that once it's completed. You want to give your mind the opportunity to actually kind of reboot and re-energize that creative spark within you. Now that doesn't mean like you step away from your desk and you switch on Netflix. Just step away, go grab a glass of water, take a walk, grab a coffee, grab a cup of tea, whatever it is. Or just step away and walk around the house for a while or walk around the office for a while. Take a break. Be that five minutes, be that 10 minutes, nothing more. But what that situation does, tearing you away from your screen, it gives you an opportunity to just reflect on the environment around you, opening up your vision and your mind to soak up what's going on around you. And that's important because that allows you to actually reboot your energy. It's part of energy management so that you can be, you can enhance your performance as a result. Now it's important also that whatever you do, and this is a key thing for those people that are peak performers, is seeking regular and consistent feedback. Whether that be positive, whether that be negative, it's always constructive. What it does allow you to do is tap into acknowledging or acknowledgement of your strengths and your abilities, or allowing you to identify opportunities for growth. Now, seeking feedback is something that I do a lot, right? I do it from everyone. I do it from my clients. I do it from my coworkers. I even do it from my family. Right, Seeking feedback is a very, very important task of peak performance, right? That's why like elite, elite athletes have coaches. I am a coach, I have a coach, right? It actually allows me to grasp my self-awareness and it allows me to actually think about the things and address the things that I didn't know, yeah? So seeking clarity through that, you know, how I handled that situation, what could I have done better next time, you know, gathering those proof points allows me to grow. 
and it allows me to be more proactive in what I do because I'm able to track the progress. Yeah. The other thing it allows you to do, and this is really important, this is another factor of peak performers, it actually allows me to recognize my strengths. It gives me the ability to say, and then, yes, I did that right. Yeah. I can identify my weaknesses and I can address them. Yes, I can do that. It's great. But also when I'm able to seek feedback, it acknowledges, you know, I play to my strengths and my abilities, right? And it also allows me to gain feedback from other people that, you know, that, you know, what am I good at? You know, it also allows me to question what energizes me? What makes me great at what I do, right? Learn to maximize your strengths in what you enjoy. Use them deploy them. It gives you immense confidence when you do that. And we talked about confidence in one of the episodes. And then finally, with your goals, clarifying your goals, right? Your performance goals is really important. Yeah. We know about Simon Sinek's why. And one of the key things he talks about that we don't focus on the result. We don't focus on the how we focus on the why. Why are we doing this? Why are we involved in this task? Why are we performing this act? Because that allows us to say, what strengths do I have? What skills do I have that will get me there? And if so, if I don't have that, what do I need to go and who do I need to bring in? Who do I need to, who do, whose support do I need to help me through this? So peak performance is about a number of things. It's really about, you know, setting yourself up for success consistent success. It also is creating growth for you to make small improvements in what you do. Sometimes seeking help can actually help you address the situation and allow you to do that simply, right? Simplification is the key thing here. Because when we set ourselves up for success, when we put in all of that work around peak performance, we'll see that our day works out better. So take a time, take, take a week, maybe not this week, maybe next week, and start to actively and consciously look at the time of day you work best, you know, how, you know, planning the day before, how has that helped you overcome uh, uh, the unknowns from the day, from, from the next day, overcoming the big task, completing that successfully early, how has that helped you? What could you have done differently? How could you have gained support from others? All of these things are key things that help performers grow. Remember, athletes, the best athletes have coaches. Even coaches have coaches, right? There's a, there's a, uh, a great tale of um, Carnegie who used to surround himself with people more intelligent than him, right? That's how he became so wealthy. If you look back at Think and Grow Rich, there's a tale in there about how Carnegie actually surrounded himself with people that were superior than him, more skilled than him, knew more than him about the task in hand. And he did that consciously so that he could learn and grow as a result. So go out there, perform at your best, at your peak, and let me know how you get on, right? You can message me on Instagram at vcasarora1, or you can send me an email at vcas at vcasarora.co.uk. I look forward to hearing from you. And if you need any help, you know where to come. Thank you for joining today's episode. If you'd like to contact me, then you can message me and follow me on Instagram at VCASAurora1. 
So until we meet again, and as always, I hope you truly have an abundant day and I will see you soon on Conversation.